Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Old radio. Comedy podcast. Welcome to episode nine of season four of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Peg Lynch was an actress and writer most famous for writing and starring in the radio shows Ethel and Albert, The Couple Next Door, and The Little Things in Life. She wrote a total of over 11,000 scripts for radio and television throughout her career. Her first success, Ethel and Albert, was developed by Lynch in the early 1930s when she worked at KATE in Albert Lee, Minnesota. It began as a three-minute filler sketch with Lynch playing Ethel and a station announcer playing Albert. She moved to various other radio stations over the next few years, and her show went with her, expanding and growing as she continued to develop it. It became a five-time-per-week, 15-minute show at WTBO in Cumberland, Maryland, and after she moved to New York City in 1944, NBC made her an offer to air the show. It went national in April, with Lynch playing Ethel and Richard Widmark, and later Alan Bunce playing Albert. The show was a big success. It went on for another 20 years, with Bunce continuing as Lynch's counterpart in her next successful show, The Couple Next Door. Ethel and Albert moved to TV in 1950 on the Kate Smith Hour on NBC, and in 1953 became a 30-minute sitcom. It was canceled the following year, but was reborn in 1955 on CBS and later ABC. It went off the air in 1956, but continued on radio in 1957 as The Couple Next Door, where it ran as a 15-minute, five-day-a-week format until 1960. In the 1970s, Lynch again had success with the show, and she called it The Little Things in Life, for Radio Playhouse with Bob Dryden in the role of Albert. Lynch's radio shows were written not to be laugh-out-loud funny, but to celebrate uh, the humorous little moments that occur in everyday life. Thus, they weren't situation comedies in the traditional sense, but rather sketches of everyday life with subtle humor that everyone can enjoy. Now sit back and enjoy the January 15th and 16th, 1958 broadcasts of The Couple Next Door, starring Peg Lynch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. (laughs) 
fun and frolic above and beyond the call of duty, hear the Robert Q. Lewis Show on the air on most of these same stations Monday through Friday evening and Saturdays in the daytime, too. For just when you are thinking that life couldn't be any better, along comes Robert Q. and his talented crew to prove that there's always room for improvement. You'll like the songs, you'll like the comedy. So this evening, make that switch from better to best. Tune in for happiness on the hour-long Robert Q. Lewis Show. No hot water. I told you that. Here, I brought up the tea Oh, kettle. look at me covered with shaving cream. Then I go to turn on the hot water. I let it run and run and run. I and told it... you, dear, the man did not come yesterday to fix the hot water heater. What's their number? Oh, I don't know. Why don't you shave first, dear? Well, what's the name of that place? Yeah, you'll get shaving cream all over the phone. Never mind. I... Groove's Repair Shop. And talk to one of the men. That girl in there doesn't uh, know anything. Groove, Groove, Groove's Repair. Groove? Here, here, here we are. Here we are. When did we call them? It's been four days now. They said they'd send somebody right away, and I've called several times since. Uh, Main 303, And I've stayed home now, waiting all day long for the repairman to come for four days. I've hardly stepped out of the house. You know, so I'd be sure and be here when he came. Now, hello. Uh, Is this a Grooves repair shop? Well, look here. We called a repairman for our hot water heater four days ago, and I, I was... All right. What? Girl said to hold on. Well, she lets you hold on for ten minutes, and then she yanks out the plug and disconnects you, and you have to call back. Oh, no, I, no, no, I think she... Hello. Uh, hello! What? She disconnects you already? Oh, anything that burns me up is... Uh, uh, operator! Philip, don't lose your temper. Look, don't when lose I think your... of the money we have poured into that I... repair shop down here... Uh, yes, uh, main... main... 303. What? 3003. Yes. When I think of the business we have given them, whenever anything breaks down, which is practically every week around this place... If it isn't the furnace, it's the refrigerator, the plumbing, or the TV set, or the phonograph, or the toaster, or... <laughs> now they don't even answer. Let me have it. Let me have it. You I'll go shave. I'll message. hold on, and I'll Thank ask you. if they can't promise to send the repairman uh... today. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Being in two places at once used to be quite a trick, reserved for top-ranking wizards and magicians. Nowadays, it's no problem at all. You can be in your kitchen preparing Sunday dinner and at the same time attending a brilliant symphony concert in New York. You can be working in the shop and at the same time enjoying a visit with stars in Hollywood. You can be out on the farm and in the heart of Paris. This magic that would cause any of those old-time wizards to tear his hair in envy lies in network radio. With your radio dial set, as it is to your local CBS radio affiliate, You can breeze through all the routine tasks of your day, meanwhile visiting with such delightful personalities as Peter Lynn Hayes and Mary Healy, with Arthur Godfrey, and with Jack Benny. Yes, enjoy yourself in two places at once, today and every day, with the worldwide news reports, the musical programs from all the world's capitals, the comedy programs from East and West, that all come to you on CBS Radio. I'm from Groove's Repair Shop. Today? Oh, look, now, we called again this morning. They said they couldn't possibly send anyone until tomorrow. And a man would be here at 9 o'clock. 
So I made a dental appointment for today, and I was meeting some friends for lunch. I'm all dressed up. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I just checked in. They gave me this call. And they said they couldn't possibly send anyone today. They'd... Well, you want me to come back or what? No, good heavens, you're here. Come in. How long will it take you? I don't know. Can't tell till I look at it. You know, the basement's right down this way. I have to cancel my dental appointment, and I'll probably have to pay for it anyway. Yeah. They usually charge you if you don't give them plenty of notice. Well, I suppose it's too much to ask for the repair company to give me the exact notice of when they're sending out a man. Well, I don't know, lady. I only work there. Well, I'll see how long it takes you to repair it. What is it? What is what? What needs repair? The hot water heater. What's wrong with it? It doesn't heat the water. Oh. Well, do you think it'll take long? I don't know. Can't tell till I see what's wrong. And uh, I never saw one like this before. Never saw what? Hot water heater. Corey, who bombed this off on you? Well, it's a standard make, isn't it? No, new to me. Why, we got it a very reliable store, and they said it was an excellent hot water heater. And it's only four years old. We've never had any trouble with it at all before. Yeah. Well, that's the way with a lot of these things. They work okay for a while, and then bang, they just fall to pieces. Well, I don't think this is falling to pieces. My husband thinks it's just a matter of a, a valve, I think he said. Well, we'll see. Probably more than a valve. Well, I'll go back upstairs. As soon as you have some idea of how long it'll take, would you let me know? Well, I think I can tell you right now, lady. This is more than just a simple valve job. This looks like a real mess. Look, when we bought this heater, I... Ah, they really sold you a lemon. I don't even know if it can be fixed. I'll do my best, but... <laughs> Well, I'm no magician. Hi, honey. Hello. Oh, boy. Hello, sweetie. What a day we had at the office. We had a new girl on the switchboard, and she couldn't get anything straight. She cut me right off in the middle of talking to the president of the bank. Then she... What's that? The repairman. He came today? Um... Thought they said tomorrow was the first chance they had to send anybody. They did, but he came today. I'd made a dental appointment, was having lunch with the girls. I was all dressed up, just going out the door practically when he arrived. You mean he's been here and since I... noon? Yes, sir. He's been here almost five hours. Five hours? Yeah. Just a change of valve on a heater? Well, apparently it's not as simple as that. Five hours? And he's been on the phone with the repair shop, then he had to leave and go down there. He needed some special wrench or something he didn't Five have. hours? What's wrong with the heater? I don't know. He's working on the furnace now. Furnace? There's nothing wrong with a furnace. Well, the heater connects with a furnace or something. I don't know. I went down to the basement. He's got everything apart. The place is a shambles. Well, by golly, I'll go down there. No, oh, he said the heater was no good, by the way. No good? There's nothing wrong with that heater. Look, if you recall, when we bought that heater, the salesman said it was one of the best you could buy. Well, the repairman doesn't like it. Furthermore, he never heard of it. Never heard of it? Look, this guy know what he's doing. I don't know, dear. There seem to be about a hundred parts strewn all over the floor down there. Nuts and bolts and screws and rings and well, washers and valves. I don't know what they are. Listen, there's practically nothing to a hot water heater. Well, all I know is our basement looks as though he's building a ballistic missile. Uh, well, i better get down there. I'm coming with you. Just... Hello. Hi. Boy, well, what seems to be the trouble? Practically everything. Practically everything. For Pete's sake, I just... The Grimley is gone. The what? See this thing right here? <laughs> it's completely gone. Surprised you haven't had all sorts of trouble before this. Well, look, this heater has given us excellent service. It's never needed oh, one. Oh, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, dear. Huh? We, we did have some trouble with this about two years ago. I just remembered. Yeah, that's what I figured. 
This thing doesn't even fit properly. As a result, it's ruined the whole... We didn't system. have this repaired before. Yes, yes, we did. I, I remember now. We did? Yes, you we did. didn't have this repaired to our place. This isn't our work. No, no, I know. I, I got a fellow that Carol knew. There was a brother of somebody or something. He wasn't a regular repairman, but he knew a lot about this sort of thing. Well, he sure fixed your heater all right. Well, it's just worked fine ever since, and he didn't charge a fortune either. That's why I got him, do you remember? You know, you never get something for nothing. But people don't think that way. You call some guy like that, and he botches the job. Then you call us and expect miracles. We get the blame. Now, look, nobody is blaming anybody. I, I you just... just got to stick to a reliable repair shop if you want the job done properly. And in the long run, you save money. Save money? Yeah. Well, I always say, if you want a soft life, we got to pay for it. Nothing comes easy. Yeah, well... well now, we... you take me. Oh, you got a cigarette? Cigarette? Yeah, just a second here. Uh, I got myself a nice little home. Three kids. Every year I take two months off. We go up to the lake. Got a nice little cabin up there. Got a boat. Uh-huh. Really uh, take it easy. Fishing, swimming, you know. You got a light? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, here. So I say everybody ought to... Thanks. Everybody owes it to himself to relax. I read a lot. Deep stuff, you know? Philosophy, all those guys. And when it comes right down to it, life's pretty short, you know? Yeah, yeah. And look, while I appreciate your philosophical thoughts on life, I also know I'm paying for this by the hour. Oh, I, uh... Yeah, well, uh, let's yeah, see. I'd appreciate your views on the hot water heater. I think we can get it working. I'll have to send away for a couple of parts. Send away? Oh, yeah. We don't have anything like this. Well, how long do you think it'll take? Well, it depends. Six to eight weeks. Six to eight <laughs> weeks? Yeah, well, I'll call it a distributor, but you know it always takes quite a while by boat. By boat? Your heater was made in Sweden. Made in Sweden? Yeah. Uh, that's what it says here. Sweden? Yeah. And now that I've looked it over... Did you say Sweden? Yeah, Sweden. It's not a bad heater, but you just got a bum repair job that time. Out of 165 million people in this country, I got to be the one guy who buys a hot water heater made in Sweden. Now, dear, now. Just I'm once, just here. once, when something goes wrong around this place, I wish they'd have spare parts right here in this town. Oh, no, not me. I seem to have bought something from a factory 10,000 miles away. I'm... Well, I'm sorry, sir. Well, look, it's not your fault. I'm sorry if I. Uh, by the way, did that other repair guy do a little work on your furnace too? Oh well, he may have. I, I think I don't remember really. Uh, you've got a very peculiar connection here. Surprised the place hasn't gone up in flames. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I want to do a little more checking, and then I'll come up and tell you exactly what has to be done. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Mitch Miller's guests may not tell all to Mitch Miller Sunday night, but knowing Mitch as we do... We're sure his talented visitors will feel free to talk about anything and everything of interest. For an informal get-together with some of the brightest names in show business, hear the Mitch Miller Show every Sunday night on most of these same stations. About 15 minutes. Do you want to drive over to Lisa Rawnings and pick up Betsy? What's the matter, dear? Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking about the repair work. Well, I was thinking about not having any hot water for six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to wash clothes. I suppose we'll have to take baths with the neighbors. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, honey, I guess things like this happen to everybody. No, no. I feel that somehow I have been singled out for these delightful experiences. <laughs> 
What'd the repairman say? He said we'd be better off in the long run if we bought a new heater. Oh. So we'll discuss it for a week, then in the end we'll buy a new heater. <sighs> Maybe it would be best. I guess it's my fault I shouldn't have gotten an unreliable repairman that time. Oh, well, John, let's forget about it. i got to learn to be philosophical about it, I guess. <laughs> like Elliot, said, life's too short to worry about everything, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I'm glad you feel that way about it. What else can you do? Well, nothing, really, but I am glad you feel that way, dear, because I have something to tell you. The refrigerator isn't working. Now, dear... Uh, I'll bet five bucks it was made in Australia. Oh, no, it wasn't made in Australia. Ah. Probably the best-known refrigerator around. Why didn't they teach me repair work in school? No, I took history, Latin, Beowulf, Chaucer. I cut up frogs in biology. Yeah, now, but... listen, tell the repairman when you call that the refrigerator goes on, but it goes right off again, oh. and everything is defrosting. Also, there's a very funny noise here in the back. <laughs> door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Ellen Bunn, with Frank Sutton as the repairman, and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Warren Sweeney inviting you to listen tomorrow to The Couple Next Door. Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Suspense couldn't be greater than it will be right here at CBS Radio Sunday when most of these same stations bring you Suspense. For Suspense is our theater of thrills, and every Sunday, like clockwork, it ticks out a tense tale that's guaranteed to keep you guessing and keep you engrossed and entertained. For Thrill a Minute listening, here's Suspense this Sunday. Shovel my walk when you get through shoveling yours? <laughs> well, if you want to pay me five dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's probably what kids get now, too. You just getting home from the office? Yeah. You must be working hard these days. Oh, not too bad. Why? You look tired. You don't want to overdo it, you know. Nothing's worth it. Your health is the most important thing in the world. Oh, well, yeah, sure. No, I don't think I've been overdoing it. <laughs> Nobody ever does. Then one day, wham, you know? Yeah, and all I, I feel fine. You take care of yourself. Say, maybe you need vitamins. Oh, well, no, I don't think so. I'd take them. Wouldn't do you any harm. No, I, I suppose not, but well, I feel fine, thanks. I've had a little cold, but that's practically gone. <laughs> well, take care of it. You don't want pneumonia. Well, no. <laughs> now, nice to see you, Mr. Miller. Yeah, nice to see you. 
Well, I gotta get this walk shovel. They say more snow. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Well, dinner's not quite ready, honey. I hope you don't... What's the matter? I, uh, I don't believe I want any dinner. If you don't mind, I think I'll go right upstairs and get into bed. Why, honey, what's the matter? I don't know. I don't know. I just suddenly don't feel well. Music for every taste. Music for attentive listening as a background to whatever you're doing. That's what CBS Radio offers you every Sunday. This Sunday, Leonard Bernstein will lead the New York Philharmonic in an unusual program of music from the 19th and 20th centuries, including six pieces for orchestra by Anton von Febern, Stravinsky's The Rite of Spring, and Liszt's First Piano Concerto, with Georges Bollet as soloist. For those who prefer their orchestral music a bit lighter, Michel Piastro will provide it with his virtuoso musicians in the symphonette. CBS Radio's The Best in Music offers a full hour of popular favorites, played and sung by some of the nation's leading stars. For example, Tony Arden is among those scheduled to appear this Sunday. Another delightful program of song is presented by Dick Haynes on his new show called Appropriately for You. Add to these the two sparkling programs by Vincent Lopez and his orchestra and Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians, and you have a lineup of music that's sure to keep your ear glued to CBS Radio this Sunday. Well, I, I brought up some clear chicken broth on a tray, dear. I thought maybe you'd like that. Thank you. Here, let me fix the pillows behind your back a little. Sit up a bit. Well, yeah, I... There. Oh. There. I just don't understand it. You went off to work in great spirits this morning. Said you felt like a million dollars. I think it's probably my cold. <coughs> cold? Why, you haven't any cold. I had a cold. Well, that was before Christmas. Anyhow, it certainly wasn't much of a cold. It was one of the worst colds I've ever had. All right, dear. My right. cough has sort of hung on. Well, coughs generally do with a cold. That's nothing to worry about at all. Neglected colds can turn into pneumonia. Yes, but I don't think you have pneumonia, dear. Tell you the truth, I don't know what it is. I, I just suddenly felt exhausted, you know? So tired and no energy. Mm-hmm. Well, we did go to quite a few parties during the holiday season. Maybe you got worn out a little bit. Huh? Worn out with a few parties? Look, I'm not so old yet. I can't go to parties without buckling under, I hope. Well, I didn't say you were getting old, really, dear. Well, I guess I am, just the same. Guess that's one thing we never face, getting old. Well, I always say either grow old or you die, and I'd rather grow old. <laughs> Oh, stop worrying about it now, honey. You know, they say the human body starts deteriorating after the age of 25. Then you begin to go downhill. Hmm. Well, it's always easier to go downhill than just to go uphill. <laughs> you know, I don't understand oh. you. Well, for heaven's sakes, if you think there's something wrong with you, why don't you call the doctor? No. Now, dear, I must say it's hard to keep on sympathizing with somebody who just goes on complaining and yet won't find out what's wrong. Well, I'm not going to call him tonight. Certainly isn't any emergency. You know, Dr. Dave has been asking you to have a checkup for a long time, and you always put it off. Why don't I call him right now and make an appointment for tomorrow? Well, let's see how I feel in the morning after I get a good night's rest. Dear, why don't you go to the doctor and have all your tests and put your mind at rest? For Pete's sake, leave me alone. Look, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to speak to you that way. I know, dear. I understand. (laughs) Maybe all I need is, you know, just some vitamins. Sure. Mm-hmm. Things so bad at the office today? No, as a matter of fact, they went very well. I closed two deals I'd been worried about. 
You're all set. Oh, huh? congratulations. Yeah. You, you didn't even tell me. Oh, well, I just forgot about it. <sighs> Try and eat just a little of this chicken broth. Want me to feed you? No, no, I, I guess I can do it. I don't imagine there's anything seriously wrong with oh, me. Oh, no. Just that I'm so tired. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Come on, try to eat the broth, dear. There's some crackers there if you want them. Thank you. Honey. Mm-hmm. Honey, my uh, insurance policies are in the safety deposit box, oh, you know. A few honey. bonds and stocks. I've been meaning to go over those things with you, too, but somehow we never take the time. Now, for heaven's sake, I'm We ought to about... discuss these things now. Mm-hmm. We, we ought to go over my will. Well, sometime, and I'm going to discuss it now. Begin with, I've got dinner on the stove. I've got to give Betsy her dinner and get her to bed. Where is she... Betsy? Why isn't she up visiting her sick father? She's watching television. Did you tell her I didn't feel well? Mm-hmm. What'd she say? Well, she can't leave her programs, but right after dinner, she's going to get her nurse's kit and take your temperature and put some Band-Aids on you. Oh, is she? Uh-huh. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> hey, that chicken broth tasted good. I'll bring up some dinner. We're having lamb chops. Maybe you could eat just a little, hmm? Oh, well, yeah, I, well, I can try. Try, dear, I think. Okay. Now, you run along, darling. I'll, I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. You want a book or something to read? No, no, no. I'll just lie here and think. You call me if you want anything now, honey. Yes, thank you, dear. Honey? Mm-hmm? Maybe you'd better call the doctor. dear. I came over to see if there was anything I could do. I went out to get the paper tonight and I saw this car drive up and it looked like a doctor getting oh, out. Oh, yes, that yes. Sick? No, no. My dear husband took to his bed when he got home. Oh, what's wrong? The doctor couldn't find a thing. No temperature, blood pressure normal. He listened to his chest. That was all right. Doctor told him one thing he needed was some exercise. That's what the doctor told Fred, too, last week. When did he get sick? I don't know. It was fine this morning. I talked to him on the phone late this afternoon. He was still at the office and he was very chipper then. But he walked in the back door and I was just dragging. Well, I suppose it sounds ridiculous, but I saw him talking to Mr. Miller when he came home. He'd just gotten out of the car. Mr. Miller? Yes, I was calling the children in and I happened to oh, look over this Mr. way. Mr. Miller, well, that certainly explains well, a lot. Well, I was so mad at him one day. I met him out here and he said, My, you certainly look tired. Well, I wasn't tired until he said it. <laughs> I, know. I know. He's always leaning over the back fence. I'll be hanging mm-hmm. out the wash or something to tell me I look tired. Even if I feel... Fine, you know, right away I suddenly feel terrible. I mean, it's just psychological, I think. I know too. it. I get so mad at people who do that. Now, I bet that is what is wrong with my sick husband. <laughs> Imagine him taking to his bed. Well, it's none of my business, dear, but I don't think I'd say anything. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> I know, but he might not think it's so funny. Oh, yes. Maybe you're right, Ellen. Chris, I know exactly how he feels. One day when Mr. Miller told me that, I came inside and took to ask him to just lay down. I know. I remember one time someone said you should never tell anyone they look tired. If you have to say anything, say they look sleepy, which is much more glamorous, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I've got to take some tea up to him. Well, I'll run along. Fred and I are going ice skating tonight. Oh, really? What fun. Bernard's pond is frozen over, and they swept it off, and they have colored lights strung across, and music oh, playing. Oh, what fun. Have a good time. Oh, we will. Keep a patient, my regard. I will. I think the crisis is over. <laughs> Goodbye. Dear, we have no cream. Do you want lemon in your tea? Honey? Oh, what are you doing coming downstairs? Hi, I, I couldn't stay in bed. I'll take you some tea. Oh, thank you, darling. I feel better since I got up. Oh, good. I think sometimes just staying in bed makes you feel even sicker. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fred and Ellen are going ice skating tonight. 
Ice skating. Oh, Bernard's Pond. They have lights strung across, music playing. Sounded like fun. My gosh, I haven't been ice skating in years. Mm. Taking your rent skates down there? No, I don't know. Wait a minute, I've got my old skate up in the attic. For heaven's sake, you're not going ice skating tonight. Well, why not? You heard the doctor. He said I needed exercise. Well, I'm... What about your cold? What cold? Oh, that little, little cough, that's all. Come on, come on, honey, let's go. We'll take Betsy. Now, she ought to get to bed, dear. We'll get a babysitter. Oh, she can stay up later. I don't want her to miss the fun of ice skating at night with the lights and the music. Betsy! Hey, honey, maybe you ought to get upstairs. She's bathing all her dolls and there's water all over the floor. Oh, honestly, Now, hurry up. I'll go look for my skate. Really, now, you go from one extreme to the other. I am going to teach my daughter how to ice skate. You know, her daddy cut quite a figure on the ice rink back in high school. (laughs) But you haven't been on skates in years. No, you just watch me. You just watch me. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. The fastest runner in town can't hope to keep up with the Mitch Miller Show because every Sunday night when it comes your way on most of these same stations, the Mitch Miller Show covers that part of the entertainment world that stretches from the bright lights of Broadway to the Klieg lights of Hollywood. For another all-out, all-star variety edition of the Mitch Miller Show this Sunday night, join us right here at the Star's Address when Mitch puts out the welcome mat again. coming down oh, here. Hi, no, we just decided when we heard you were. <laughs> Having fun? Oh, we just got here, Eleanor. We had to look all over the attic for our ice skates. Hold your foot still. Oh, you're lacing it too tight. No, it won't be too tight after you stand up. Now, where's Betsy? Oh, she wants, went off of the children at the other end. Oh, Betsy! Alone. She doesn't want you to teach her. None of the other children's fathers are teaching them. She thinks that was the main purpose for coming here. Now, look, darling, you've got to understand that children are conformists. They don't want to be different in any way from their friends. How's the ice, Eleanor? Oh, it's fine. Listen, I'm frozen already. I always love the idea of ice skating, and then when I get here, I'm so cold. Oh, come on, come on. Be a good sport. Hey, where is Betsy? Oh, she's right down there. There's Mary Lou Kendall, don't you? Hey, you know what I'm going to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll skate down there and do a few fancy figures in front of her. Oh, don't show off. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. Get up. Now, yeah. don't uh-huh. rush me. Just uh, get away, get away. I'll get up myself. I've got the railing. Go on, you go on. Come on, come on, Eleanor. I'll go around with you. Hi. Oh, it's fun. Say, I thought you were supposed to be sick. You look marvelous. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just needs a little exercise. <laughs> come on. You go on. I've got to rest a minute. Oh, all right, all right. Now, where's Betsy? Oh, yeah. Well, here, here I go. Oh, thanks for saying he looks marvelous, Eleanor. Well, he does. Come on, I'll hang on to you. Oh, now, look, I haven't been on skates in years. I really don't feel like Oh, oh, honestly, wouldn't you know, dear, are you all right? Now, I get Fred to help him. Dear, look out. You'll fall yourself. Oh, oh, Fred! Oh, what happened, darling? I, 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 I twisted my ankle. Oh. My ankle. Get me home. Call the doctor. Oh, all this because somebody just said you look tired. <laughs> Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Dorsa Duckworth and Lester Lonergan and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Roger Foster inviting you to listen again tomorrow to The Couple Next Door.
Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for